So I, I just realized as we got on that I, I'm really kicking myself for not even thinking of jokingly asking you for something that I bought a couple weeks ago. What? So I'm so lost. I purchased something. A guitar. A, cu- a couple of weeks ago. Well, so a guitar is something that I purchased, but the guitar that I purchased prompted another purchase. And I'm realizing that second purchase is something I could have at least considered commissioning you for. Ooh, a guitar stand? Yes. Because Aaron specifically said, I don't want those dumb, like, black metal cheap guitar stands that they always have. Yeah. And so I bought, just on a whim, I bought a pretty cheap wood one on Amazon. Just one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is sort of a, it's two pieces that are complete, that are flat pieces of wood. And then they interlock at a 45 degree angle mm-hmm. uh, to give you a just uh, they're actually pretty cool i've never seen stands like these it, they don't they don't have a whole neck support thing it just mm-hmm. supports the body um, but it's very sturdy and it works pretty well it's pretty cheap so i got one of those but it's like well i have another guitar and i think i'm bringing back my other acoustic guitar from minnesota within the next few months is my plan maybe as soon as in a couple weeks when we go back to minnesota and so i was like well i need at least one more guitar stand Mm-hmm. And Aaron had offhandedly mentioned, because I was going on Amazon and looking at all these things, and there are lots of terrible reviews, of course, you yeah. know, because you always have to sort by recent, and then you start seeing some of the real uh, information. So I was, I was real nervous about a lot of them. I eventually ended on the one that I bought, but I was like, eh, this like looks kind of nice, but it would be cool to have a nicer one. And so Aaron said, well, why don't you go look on Etsy? Mm. And so that's what I did. I I went around on Etsy, ended up finding one that wasn't stupidly expensive, at least. Uh, Still kind of expensive, but the guy does it in like a package deal and specifically builds them to be for acoustic or electric guitars, because obviously the body size is different. Mm Mm-hmm. And he, after I bought them, he's like, he like messaged me. He was like, oh yeah, I just want to know what guitars you're putting on them, putting on there so that I can just make sure that everything will work correctly. And also what kind of wood do you want? Like, yeah, I know that you selected maple. I have this like much more white maple or this darker maple with more knots in it. And I was like, oh, this is such good customer service. And so I like, you know, messaged back and forth with him a little bit and they're on their way now. They should be here within a couple of days. But I'm just realizing, like I should have thought at least jokingly to ask you about it <laughs> yeah you could have joked and made me feel like a bad friend when i said no <laughs> and, also, and also you'd be like i mean maybe i can have it done by the wedding <laughs> i was gonna say do you want to do you want to like three months post wedding gift versus this guy who could cr- who cranked them out in about you know 10 days and they're on their way now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but i'll be interested to see how they turn out um, I don't really have a good sense for how big they will be or how big they will look. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I actually, I just send you a picture of the one that I bought on Amazon because the style of it is really sleek. I think like it makes it so that when you put the guitar on it, you don't really notice much else other than the guitar in the space. Mm-hmm. So here is the basic thing. Well, that's not an image. That's a link to something totally different. 
I said copy image. Why aren't I you copying? I'll the link then. Yeah, the link, the link is unimportant. I'll just send you the Amazon link. This is dumb. So there's the Amazon link to the product, and you can go look through them. But yeah, it's just this kind of 45-degree interlocking thing. Mm. And then once a guitar is on there, all you see, mm-hmm. uh, depending on how you angle it, is just the little bit on the bottom of the guitar that pokes up to like secure it, more or less. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty minimal. The only thing I don't like is the color. It's it's darker wood than we have for anything else in our apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was pretty sleek versus the one that this guy is making is a bit more full framed in a sense, uh, which mm-hmm. should make it more secure. But I think it'll also look a lot bigger, which I'm not overly concerned about, but it'll be interesting to see. So, yeah, I feel like stuff like that, you can get good quality items for those sorts of things on Etsy. Yeah. Yeah. You need it you need it to be sort of niche enough that no one else really cares. <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. to like to like flood it with spam because it's not worth it. There still yeah. was stuff that looked spammy. Like there were definitely resellers that were that had the exact same pictures of stuff that I'd seen on Amazon for like 20 bucks. And so I was able to yeah, you know, I, I partially picked this guy cuz there were lots of good-looking reviews. Uh, and the images were like, the product was very distinct from everything else that I had seen. Mm-hmm. And it let me, let me pick the wood, which most of these others definitely would not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this 23, $24 stand does not have a choice between maple, oak, ash, uh, whatever else this guy has. I don't even know what all he had. I should go find it. Yeah. Could, and I, he's probably like legitimately making it out of pieces of that hardwood rather than, yeah. The cheap ones are almost certainly particle board with a maybe if you're lucky sixteenth of an inch like veneer on it or something. Exactly. So, okay, let's see. How do I? I go on Etsy so infrequently that I do not know how to navigate their website. I don't either. <laughs> I even feel like I have gone on it more than infrequently. But okay, I found the one two stand pack. Okay, so my options were red oak mahogany maple cherry clear cedar mm. naughty cedar walnut white naughty ash cedar. i knew you were going to say that uh white ash sapel sapel s-a-p-e-l-e sapele oh that's i've never heard of that and wild teak yeah. is the last one i need to look up sapele it's it's like a mahogany alternative okay sometimes it's called like african mahogany um because gotcha. it's most species of mahogany are now like kind of okay. It they they're in dubious uh, supply mm-hmm. because they've been so over forested. Mahogany is a super like complicated wood in general. Sure, because <laughs> there's like tons of species that people claim is mahogany, and some are and some aren't. Gotcha. Sapele is a cool wood. Cool. Now you know more about sapele than you ever wanted. I'm not, I'm fine learning things. Maybe it'll be helpful in trivia next week. Uh, <laughs> so I picked maple because, I mean, I know it's a wood that I like mm-hmm. and it was also one of the cheaper options. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, it worked out well. Uh, I just, I don't know. I always, I've always liked maple wood. I think maple is one of the better choices, especially you know. if he's willing to work with it. I wouldn't have made you anything out of maple. <laughs> maple's hard <laughs> to work with. That's fair. Pain in the butt. Yeah. 
It's uh, really durable, though. Really hard. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it'll be. It, I I mean, I didn't know what else to pick. Like it was. Yeah. I had to go with things that I had a sense of what they looked like. Like I don't know what cedar looks like off the top of my head. Like I don't have a sense of what I would expect. I feel like cedar would be a weird choice. Yeah, and also the pictures that he has. He just has pictures showing the basic design of the stand, but it's not like he has four pictures for every single wood option or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just, I don't even know what the pictures are. Like, it doesn't say what wood he used in the pictures. Yeah. But yeah, so they should be here in a day or two, and I'm very excited to see how they look. I'm excited for you. Send me a picture when you get them because I'm actually I curious. will. And actually, now that I'm looking at this again and looking at a couple of the pictures, it actually looks like it'll probably hold the guitars up more upright. It might actually be more compact because if you look at the Amazon one, there's the bit a, that, yeah, it holds up at like a pretty a pretty uh, shallow, angle. shallow angle. Yeah, like closer to 45 degrees than to 90 um, compared to the floor. And you can also see that bit that extends behind it. Mm-hmm. The picture doesn't do it justice, but that's pretty long, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of funny versus it looks like. And so it's like I put that up oh. against near my window and like there's a like six plus inches that it that it can't go mm-hmm. because that much has to be behind it versus this other one, probably because they're going to be really heavy. Uh <laughs> But also just the design, I think they'll be closer to 90 degrees and can be closer to flush with mm-hmm. the window. So maybe it actually will take up less space now that I'm looking at it again. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. I'm pretty mm-hmm. pumped about them. Yeah, it would be. So, and and having them on a stand, like I decided pretty early on that that's what I wanted to do because part of the reason that I before played guitar so infrequently was because it was such a hassle to get the guitar out of the case and like mm-hmm. even when i was just an acoustic like we kept that we keep the cases uh there's like a our windows sort of jut out of the wall slightly and so there's this natural ledge near the floor mm-hmm. that is good for just putting a bunch of stuff and one of those things happens to be a guitar case and so it was always such a pain to go get it because it was behind some things and so I told Aaron, like, I'm going to put it on a stand because I want to have this out to play whenever I want. That's part mm-hmm. of the reason that I want to do this. So Makes sense. Passes the smell test. Yep. Any any fun updates on your end? Anything of note in your apartment now that you nothing have your coffee fun. table all assembled? Uh, nothing fun, really. Yeah. Just trying to decide what's next. Do you have a nice set of coasters for your coffee table so you don't ruin I it? I do. That's good. What What um, are they? I got them for Christmas this year. Uh, they are, I don't know how to, they're like half stone and half wood. Um, oh. I can send you a picture of them afterwards, but like they're, yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. It's like take a coaster, cut it like a square coaster, cut it in half and make half of it out of wood and half of it out of like stone. And it's exactly oh. what you're picturing half along like parallel to a side or along a diagonal a parallel to a side okay got it interesting Um, what like stone that looks like a rock from like lake superior or stone that looks like granite or marble or something like that or what uh like it must be pretty polished down so that it's more like lake rock it's not really that like there's a bit of texture to both the wood and the stone side okay that's fun but yeah, they're 
they're nice looking and stuff, so they get the they get the job done, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but I also have like a second set of coasters that are like less bougie. Mm-hmm. Um so I got plenty of coasters. I got enough coasters. <laughs> and I have it's amazing how like the old table I've been using at a coffee table. Sorry, I just turned on to look at it because it's still in it's in the room I'm in right now. Okay. Uh, I did not care about the surface of that table because it was dead. Um, and so there are just like rings upon rings upon rings of like me setting down like scalding hot dishes on it, like hot <laughs> mugs of tea, <laughs> like glasses that sweat really bad. And it is it has been through the ringer. And the yeah. second that I moved this, the new coffee table on there, it's like I set two coasters on there mm-hmm. and I have like a hot pot holder that I'll bring over if I have like a plate I want to set down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm just like babying it to the like yeah. nth degree. That's and fine. I'm waiting till <laughs> just until waiting for me to, for me to stop doing that. Yeah. It's always when the first problem happens. Yeah. Maybe the second problem, but it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing about like making a table yourself is if you like buy a table and you like mess it up, it's like, well, dang, I messed up the table. Like, guess I gotta live with it. But because I made the table, it's kind of like, oh, dang, I messed it up. Like, I should fix it. Hmm. And so I'm curious to see when the first big oopsie happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm which way I lean, if I lean the like, oh, sucks that I messed it up. I guess I just gotta live with it. Or if it's gonna be like. No, I'll go fix it. I'll spend two hours and just refinish it. Because mm-hmm. I very like I'm very capable of doing that, and there's no like I don't want to say mysticism around it, but like there's no like worry about like ooh I'm gonna mess up something special because like I know everything that went into it and none of it was special. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, I will be interested to learn if if you do something. Huh? I never you really want... thought of that. Yeah. Speaking of things that are special. We got Lost Sheep by Dan Thompson. Wait, this is yours, right? Not mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I see you have a very clear sense of what you want to talk about later in the episode by asking whether this is your comic. <laughs> I just had a moment of like, this looks familiar, but I don't think it's mine. <laughs> that would be silly if I introduced my own comic. <laughs> anyway, so we got we got a, a plane flying high in the sky. Uh and from from within the plane, someone's saying, I can't believe this great airplane dropped its rates so low. This flight to Florida was practically free. Cuts to uh, the inside of the plane to uh, an animal sitting in a chair and a flight attendant walking up. Uh, and the animal exclaims, can't wait until we land. I'm sorry, we don't land anymore. The flight attendant replies, Say what? The animal says with a concerned look upon its face. Uh, The flight attendant holding a backpack up in front of her says, And parachutes cost extra. That's a pretty good one. Talk about nickel and dime in you. No kidding. Once they want you, I guess it's Florida. You could just... You'd probably land in a swamp. That'd be worse. I'd rather land on pavement. (laughs) So, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it partially to you. Uh, we can either talk about flying, like flying on an airplane and that whole process. And I can guide us from there. Or we can talk about stunts like parachuting. What would you prefer to talk about tonight? 
Oh gosh, this is a hard decision. Um, mm, just give me a sec to think about my options here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they aren't mutually exclusive. It's more of a where do we start? We can always pivot if we want to. Let's start with flying. Okay. So okay, so I do have a flight coming up. I know we've done plenty of moaning about different airlines and the options given to you or whatever, right? So I don't want to talk about that. I, I am curious about your approach to entertainment on a flight. Like what like walk me through your flight process once you're on a plane, right? And you've already, you know, um chatted with the flight attendants and got a really nice compliment on your socks and your sport coat. Right. Now you're settling in to fly. What does it look like for you? <laughs> I feel like I've set myself up in such a weird way on this show. <laughs> I have a oh. very clear picture of what you look like. <laughs> and it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I am fantastic, aren't I? Um, ah, my approach. To, I feel like my approach to entertainment on flights is so varied. Okay. Because like, I've definitely, in the past, we'll say five years... I've definitely taken flights where my approach to entertainment was get my butt on the plane and then someone like nudges me in the shoulder as the plane <laughs> is empty at the destination because I'm the last person there because I fell asleep and slept hard. Okay, interesting. Um, That has happened once or twice. Is it a flight attendant always who's waking you up? Or yep. like, okay, I wasn't sure if there, there was some really bold passenger who decided nope. to wake you up. Nope, a very polite and courteous flight attendant who was incredibly sweet uh-huh. uh, in every instance that it's happened. Uh-huh. So that's happened. Like, I've watched, like, a movie on the plane, but I feel like that's always a really bad experience. I don't know. Recently, it's always been a very bad experience for me. But um, you mean, like, plugging headphones into the display in front of you and watching it that way? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's why I don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I so I haven't in a hot sec, uh, and I don't think I would again. Mostly because like the headphones I have to plug into things, like kind of not that they suck, but like they definitely aren't noise canceling or noise isolating in any way. Uh-huh. And so on a flight, it's like yeah, you can turn it up all the way and get half the dialogue. And then when they bother to tell you that there's turbulence coming, your ears explode. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh, sorry, I just distracted myself. <laughs> I've been looking for flash drives, <laughs> and I just noticed that sitting right next to me, I have two brand new flash drives. Well, that's good. I don't have anything on them, because I had a flash drive that is full. That's how old the flash okay. drive was. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, how big are the ones next to you? Do you know? I have, I have no idea. They're probably okay. like... Plug them in real fast. Let's find out. Oh, shoot, I got to unplug something. Oh, God, please don't unplug the wrong thing. No, I just unplugged my mouse. Don't worry. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, wait, but now I can't use my mouse. No, now I have to use the trackpad. I'm sure you can manage. Oh, gosh, I'm not going to minimize Windows so I can click on the thing of a job. Oh, what am I doing? Why am I just click? I'm a chump. What am I doing? I'm an idiot. My dude. Um, Yo, it's... Okay, it's empty, but like, how do I see? Um, Maybe right click on info. it. Get info. Yeah, there Here it is. Go. Yo, four point eight gigabytes <laughs> or four point zero eight gigabytes. So sad. Let, let's check. Let's check. I feel like oh I my god, mail there's you three of them. Drive. I thought there were only two. 
did what did they just go through my toes or something like <laughs> no so so one was like a dark blue color so i didn't see it because it okay. it was kind of blending into the shadows okay okay this is, i'm sorry we like totally are sidetracked here but this no, that's is fine i literally asked for it um i'm curious about how what the capacity of these flash drives are i'm also very curious about like when you're calling them the brand new and it's only same. four gigs they're all like do you know where you got these from like did you pick them up in like a weird campus drive thing <laughs> no they're all they're all labeled with a i'm sure they're like promotional stuff that yeah like people sell they're probably all the exact same from the uh-huh. same company who just screen prints a logo on them so they all have logos so i know where they came from hmm. f this one it's only 1.99 no that one's worthless what the crap okay screw you you're getting unplugged bitch i'm sorry <laughs> oh this one says on it this one's eight gigabytes it says well, you, on the little, the little, you have to verify trust but verify trust but verify Ooh, that one's got the brightest light too it is flashy <laughs> what color wow hot dog it is red and the Ooh. light is red gotcha uh, ah yeah these people spent some money on this puppy <laughs> yeah it's seven point oh it's got stuff on it so it's oh. it's uh 7.87 available with 7.97 capacity oh what 10 megabytes are on there <laughs> <laughs> uh not important 100 megabytes i don't remember how storage math works neither case yeah but well that is friggin' exciting now i can bring all right now i can solve all my issues cool thanks luther college I think that's <laughs> the one i'm gonna bring with me <laughs> what do you I use flash drives for just like moving around data and stuff if i am okay. too lazy to like log into one drive or something honestly that's fair that's why that's part of the reason why i took an s i probably told you about this but before i went home for christmas last year i took the ssd out of my desktop that i don't really use much anymore and i turned it into an external ssd with a little enclosure Mm. so i could very quickly transfer podcast files between Mm -hmm. my mac and my ipad because i i edit on my ipad and i very fast internet here but even so like uploading something to dropbox and then downloading it back like it's such Mm -hmm. a pain yeah Uh, so just being able to throw it onto the external ssd like that made it much nicer Mm -hmm. so i i can appreciate that sometimes it's in in a rush just not worth it yeah nice i'm I'm glad that we had that conversation (laughs) where where were we uh so back to being on an airplane Ah, yes. Um, yeah, other things I've done to entertain myself. Like, yes. I, I'm a big proponent of the, like, just chill and shut your brain off. Um, just stare out the window, stare at the seat in front of you. Like, what are you doing? What does that mean? Yeah, yeah, just stare out the window uh, or stare at the seat in front of you. It doesn't really matter because you're shutting your brain off, so you're not really processing what you're looking at anyway. Just kind of like an elf, like a half-wakefulness sort of sleep. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um you're just like I don't know, you you just shut your brain off. I, I don't know how else to explain it. That's fair. Um you just go to your you go to your nothing box in your brain. Yeah, very different from a mind palace. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's your un, the, it's the your nothing box. The anti-mind palace. Yeah, the anti-mind palace. <laughs> All the files were purged from this place long ago. It's the the empty room in your mind palace. Yes, I got gotcha. you. It, 
It is a empty void of nothingness uh-huh. that extends on forever. Um, and can be incredibly relaxing at times. It's my safe space. <laughs> I don't want to say my happy place because that might sound sad, but safe space is okay, I think. That's fair. Um, anyways, so I've done that. Like, I'll like listen to music absentmindedly while I sit in my nothing box. I've done that as well, so I don't look like just like some weirdo just staring in front of me. Uh-huh. But I will admit, I have had some wonderful conversations with people on the plane, too. And I think this is something you're going to you cringe at. I was worried you were going to say this. I didn't even want to ask, because I knew you would. <laughs> but yeah, that has happened before. It is, I, admittedly, it has never, like, taken up the entire flight. Um, okay. And I also ha- would say that I haven't, like, sought out these conversations, necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I have had wonderful conversations with other passengers on the plane. Glad to hear it. Yeah, met some pretty cool people before, but... Yeah. I have, like... I mean, I have nothing inherently against that, but as I'm sure has been discussed and or implied very heavily throughout our time on this podcast, I am certainly not putting myself in a position for those conversations to happen. Yeah. Headphones are going on, and I am not presenting myself... I'm not presenting myself as a jerk, but I'm certainly not... Uh doing anything to like invite conversation from people near me quote unquote not as a jerk but i'm just saying i'm not like pushing people you know like i'm not a jerk by nature Uh (laughs) Uh, but also the last few times that i've flown and i think i mean not exclusively this year but almost every single time i fly this year i'll be flying with aaron Mm -hmm. and so that sort of simplifies the process yeah. I still don't talk to her on the airplane. We just kind of do our thing, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talk more Nobody than I talk to Nobody even knows we know each other. <laughs> we talk more on a plane than I talk to anyone else. We'll say more words than, oh, hey, here's your sprite from the flight attendant sort of thing, you know? Oh, you're a sprite uh, from the flight attendant, It man. depends. I, I'm all over Yikes, the place. I think dude. I'm really, I'm really inconsistent. There's only one right answer. I'm sorry. Okay. And what is that, Grant? <laughs> ginger ale. And I have no so, idea why. Ginger ale is my default. I don't even know why I said Sprite. Uh, ginger ale is my default. Um, but I'll go all over the place. I'll go. I'll move between ginger ale and Sprite and Coke, just depending on what I'm feeling mm-hmm. on any given flight. When Aaron and I sat in first class last year, I think I still only had Coke. I didn't bother about getting like a beer or something. It just didn't. So- it just didn't sound good. <laughs> what do you mean it didn't sound good? It didn't sound good. And also, my goal on an airplane until until we fly somewhere very far away, I don't want to have to use the bathroom on the airplane. Mm. I want to just sink into my seat and watch my movie or two, and let that be that. And drinking beer is much worse for uh, my needing to go to the bathroom than drinking <laughs> pop is. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> just is what it is, man. Yeah. You got a problem with that? No, I'm just thinking of obscene things to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's unimportant. Um, anyway. But. So why here, here's. Is, why is ginger ale a flight thing? I gotta ask. Because, like. I mean, for me, it's not. I just like ginger ale. Like, I drink ginger ale without a flight. I don't need an airplane to drink ginger ale. 
I feel like the majority of the ginger ale I've ever drank in my life has been during one of two times. Either I'm on a plane or I'm recovering from a... Uh, a tummy ache? <laughs> a nausea-related illness. Yeah. You smell what I'm stepping in. Yeah, I got And you. I don't know why it's just those two things, because I love ginger ale. It's great, but uh-huh. I never drink it outside of those situations. I can't help you as to the where, the where and when that you happen to drink ginger ale. I think... It probably is comforting on, like, it's just as if, I don't know, like, I assume at some point you just started drinking ginger ale on flights and it's stuck as a thing that you do, you know, like, it's mm-hmm. just a, a, a habit of sorts and those can just be nice and comforting and, and that way you don't have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Another thing about ginger ale is I wish in the U.S. there was, like, some, like, gingery ginger ale. There is. You just have to pay a lot for it or know where to go. <sighs> yeah, see, that's my problem. Like, why isn't the <laughs> default, like, the gingery stuff? Like, like because, I know why it's not because it would yeah. be more expensive. Well, um, it's not It's not just because it would be more expensive. It's because uh, distinct, unique, or opinionated flavors are not popular en masse. You know? Shoot, so. I've never ended up... I know we talked about this literally years ago, but I never ended up making that ginger beer. Oh, man. I ended up buying a whole bunch of ginger root and then never got around to making it and decided to throw it away. You should do that sometime, bud. I should. I'm going to start watching the the ginger stock at the at the grocery stores. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said it like that. I've never said that before. But I'm going to start doing that because that's something... I need to make myself some some gingery some gingery carbonated beverage because I'm craving some ginger in my life. I forgot how much I loved like gingery beverages. They're just so delicious. I like a beverage that hurts a little bit, you know. Yeah, I'm having a sense of deja vu with this conversation, but I definitely agree. Yeah, I mean, I like both kinds of ginger ale. I think I like I like both very gingery ginger ale and just like super boring ginger ale. They're they're for different situations, I feel like. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I could have sent you a ginger ale for your birthday, but it didn't really occur to me at the time. Shocks. Yeah. Well, too late now. Never going to yeah. have one of those again. Nope. Here, I'll send you a... I've probably already sent this to you, but I'll send you a link to the ginger ale that my dad gets every so often. Mm, we have... I Now that you're saying that, I remember we've had conversations... Yeah, yeah, here we go. I'll send this to you. Adjacent to this. No, I'm sending it to you again so you can decide whether you ever want to ship it. <laughs> it's the best ginger ale I've ever had in my life. The old-fashioned way. It's like before, like, health rules. Like the FDA. <laughs> I mean, it has 41 grams of sugar, so... <laughs> oh, yeah! That's the good stuff. But it is good. Yeah, natural. I must say. Store locator. Oh, what the heck? I can buy it in California? Where do they have it in California? In Gardena, California. Real sodas in real bottles. Gardena, California. How far away is that from me? Directions. Oh, there's some in Minnesota. It's only six hours away. Yo, there's some like right where... (laughs) What the heck? Is it at like the Jordan candy store or something like that? Next time... No, there's a bunch of places next time in Minnesota. Oh, I'm looking at that now. Yeah, there are. What the heck? Well, now you know. Although a lot of these are just like stores. Yeah, yeah. A lot of like restaurants. 
Yeah, a lot of them are like pizza places. And or so something. who knows how out of date this thing is? But I love that there's the the two Ace Hardware locations in Minneapolis. Wait, really? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, those must be the exact same. They have the same phone number too. But in either case, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to take a look see if I can let my dad know about that. Mm-hmm. If if this is up to date, but again, who knows? The copyright on the website is, is 2009. Say, yeah. <laughs> I know that it works because we did buy this for my dad the other year. What happens if I visit their blog? 2014 oh is the last time they updated their blog. <laughs> Site by Inkhouse House. I hate. Oh. That's hilarious. H-A-U-S. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> they did it before it was cool. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that was from 2009. That's hip. Holy crap. Huh. What the heck is this? What? $500 of bottled water. <laughs> you can buy a pallet of bottled water on Amazon for $500. You can buy a lot of things on Amazon, Grant. Oh, uh, I don't know if I ever told you about this, but I feel like I must have because it was, it like made my week when I noticed it. Uh, the com- my My previous employer out in our warehouse for a while, there was a pallet of canned water. There was like a promotional thing related to the company. Okay. And it was just like sitting there and like no one, because it came in like right before COVID hit for like intended for use, like in customer, like meetings with customers and stuff as the bottled water they gave them. But then like COVID hit. So like there weren't like customers around uh, to need to impress with this bottled water. So it just sat there on the pallet. And then one day I decided to figure out how much water was there. And I... Uh, crap you not. Just guess how many gallons of water were there. Um, at least seven. So there were at least seven. Um, but it came out to I'm going to say an upper limit. An uh, even number of gallons. Seven million. Not that, not that many. Uh, that, I said an upper limit. It, it, it is within that upper limit. Uh, there were precisely 420.0 gallons. Nice. <laughs> It was just like when I figured it out, I was like, "Yo, dude, baller!" Yeah, that's all I could say. Just baller. But that's awesome. Yeah. Wow, we have really gone on a journey tonight. You know I... What else is awesome? Yeah. What you? Luann by Greg Evans. Nail it. Baller. We have a rather dapper-looking professor oh, character. Yeah. It is uh, with you know he's kind of balding has you know hair on the back of his head and a mustache some glasses a a tweed coat of sorts bow tie all the good stuff he is um this is an old comic from 1993 which is why he is kind of gesturing at a pull down map you can see uh, like they used to have in social studies classrooms and and the man is saying since it's national geography awareness week Let's see how much you know about the United States. Does anyone know what state the Grand Canyon is in? He presumably pauses to silence, and with his arms crossed, looking a little disappointed, he says, No one. Does anyone know what state the Statue of Liberty is in? And now he has his hands on his hips. He leans forward in frustration and says, Does anyone know what state we're in? And... From the crowd, 
someone decides to float the answer. Apathy? So since I got in a roll last week, I need to provide a, a quick bit of critique here, Grant. Critique away. I would like you to give a quick look at this comic that I'm putting in the Skype chat. Okay. I would like you to to notice the punchline. Uh, we have Miss Wormwood. This is Calvin and Hobbes. We have Miss Wormwood screaming at Calvin, who has been daydreaming. daydreaming. We're studying geography. Now, what state do you live in? And what does Calvin say? Denial. Yes. A very similar punchline, one might assume, right? Yeah. Now, what is the date of this comic? Uh-oh. What's the date of the Calvin and Hobbes comic? Uh, September 13th, 1992. Yes. Almost over a year, right? Uh-huh. Before this Luann comic. Well, no. Very over disappointing. A year. I don't know. I... Very disappointing. I, I think Greg took just a little long. He's like, man, that is a good punchline. I bet if I wait a year and change, no one will notice. But guess what? 30 years later, I did. <laughs> Yikes. That is feisty. Uh... <laughs> And also, I feel like... Also, Calvin Hobbes did it better. If he, like, if the answer was denial, yeah, nail them. But it's a different word. And, like, you don't... Oh, like, I... I don't know. It's a, it's a worse joke that's, that's basically copied. But you... See, you can't say that it's copied. You can say it's the same joke. But you can't okay, say it's, that it's copied. Okay, it's... Okay, fair point. But in either case, it is the same joke... He stole the joke and made it worse. For but how do you know that he stole the joke? I'm just. This is how that just history like happens. That Newton this is how stole calculus and made it worse. Yeah, because he did. <laughs> Leibniz obviously was first and had way better notation. But did he steal it? Yeah, actually, I don't. Did he actually steal it? Maybe no. that was a bad example. <laughs> no, I think it's pretty well established that they were almost certainly discovered more or less independently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But listen, nobody in the early 90s was unaware of Calvin and Hobbes, especially people who wrote newspaper comics. The best I can say for Greg Evans is that he thought this joke was his own, which he actually got when he actually got it from Calvin and Hobbes, thought it was his own when he came up with it and wrote it down and did not perform his due diligence to remember that this comic existed. Unlike me, who when I read this immediately, like I read this comic and I immediately was already typing in the Calvin and Hobbes thing to find the comic and <laughs> confirm that it was before this one. Okay, whatever. And um, actually now I feel like I want to go look in the comments and see if anyone else has made that connection. Surely nope, not. Nope, there's only... No, wait, never mind. Show all comments. Oh, man, nope, I guess no one has. I feel like I need to add another comment saying that this was stolen from Calvin and Hobbes. Don't start drama, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you need okay we need to have the conversation <laughs> i wanted to have and we need to talk about it here because uh, this is topically okay. important at the moment okay. i'm ready so mark how do you feel about apathy do you think it's a positive thing negative thing well i'm pretty you, neutral about it where you <laughs> what answer did you expect what do you think about apathy <laughs> I clearly didn't think about how you would interpret my question and how you would be just a little butt nugget about it. Uh, I cracked myself up. Whatever. Okay, we're not having the conversation. Then. No, it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. 
Um, so the general question is whether I think it's a more positive or more negative thing. Yeah. Like, if uh, someone says they're feeling apathetic about something, do you interpret that as, like, oh, good job on feeling apathetic? Or is it, like, damn, dude, like, you feel ap- – I'm sorry, my language is bad tonight. Uh, do you feel apathetic? Okay, but despite my an- my first answer being a joke, my real answer is pretty similar. So, like, I think people are entitled to apathy. And, and my, my real answer is it depends on the, on the subject, mm-hmm. you know? Like – I if someone tells me that they are if I ask someone how do you feel about baseball and they say I'm apathetic about it I think apathetic maybe always but certainly these days has a more negative connotation mm-hmm. like if someone says they're apathetic about baseball it probably means that they don't like it that much but they don't act like you don't you don't like something but that doesn't mean you dislike it mm-hmm. right so people tend to focus on the don't like part, like, oh, you don't like this thing that I like a lot, mm-hmm. right? Well, it's like, no, I, it's it's not that, like, yeah, I don't like it like you do, but I'm not going to sit here and argue that it's not good. It's not good that you like it or something. It's just I don't care, mm-hmm. right? And, peop- and I think people are entitled to apathy, which is harder these days. I think it's really hard to be apathetic about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain things that you could argue you shouldn't be apathetic about at all. Uh, but at a certain point, there's a breaking, you know, there's a breaking point of what you can not be apathetic about that you can have really strong opinions on. It gets hard to a certain level. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's it's tough, but I think that for trivial things, I definitely respect anyone's desire to be apathetic about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't mean that everyone will be apathetic about things. People love to get very into trivial things trivial on like a on like a global scale right Mm -hmm. but for more important topics it gets a little trickier like i don't know what i feel about it but like you know a common like a common thing from a point of privilege is oh i just don't think about politics or i don't think about this you know other Mm -hmm. big issue that affects a lot of people who don't have the option not to think about it, mm-hmm. right? And that sort of apathy is a weird position to be in. It's like it's a weird position to have, and it's tough to maintain that if you also want to care, if, if that makes sense. I don't know. Like, it's it's tough to explain, but... Yeah, I think I smell what you're stepping in. Like, like there's, a cert- there's certain things that people want to be apathetic about where it's very unfair to be apathetic about. Mm-hmm. But it's also not always easy to tell what it means to care and and what like what things should be done to show that you care and, you know, all that sort of thing. Like that gets very tricky, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's it's good to have a healthy apathy for some things. <laughs> yeah, but I it should be I feel agree. like it should be an informed apathy. In yeah. Like if that makes sense. A, a conscious apathy. You don't yeah. want to be apathetic because you didn't think about it. It's yeah. I think it's better to be apathetic because it's an intentional decision. Mm-hmm.